All right. All right. How's how's it going, man? How's it going, dude? Long time no see. Yeah, very God long damn. time. Hell yeah. It's been almost like 2 years or something. It's been 2 years. Yeah. I did the math yesterday. I was like <laughs> damn. <laughs> man, fucking 2 years, man. How have you been? Yeah. How is how is COVID treating you? Ah, oh, fantastic. I'm always happy to hear COVID related news. <laughs> you know. With like wake up in the morning, go through my Yeah, the second wave is in full effect now like Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's uh, did you see, it's did you, crazy. Did you hear the health minister's statement? No, I didn't. Uh, so apparently uh, the second wave is critical but it's under control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, it's like uh, there was another comment someone someone put a comment that said um hey gee, I can't remember it was very clever. Something about um Yeah, I can't remember, but yeah, yeah, I read that. I read that. Oh, Jesus. Christ. Um How's work and stuff? Um works good, man. Works good. Uh a little busy and right now we're trying to sort of like navigate like, you know, like the whole uh, work from home thing and yeah. try to anticipate what the second wave's going to you know going to mean to us because a bunch of people who um who work in my company are like currently like forced to work from home because the curfew went yeah um including me and um uh you know um uh, editor from my team as well so it's just it's just like it's kind of like difficult trying to like not difficult to say but it's a challenge trying to like coordinate that stuff and trying to make sure that we uh, are as efficient as possible but you know there's always like you know it's not the same but uh you know we are trying it's trying to be in our field clean. right yeah especially in our field dude and we're trying to be like you no know, you can like you you try to be preemptive but you know you never know because no one's saying anything unless like something's happened like oh they found a cluster now what do we do like you know we found these many patients here and there and this 25 26 year old dude like escaped from hospital and he's like on the road only in sri lanka right? man only in sri lanka it's like <laughs> it's like a person with a flu will be like they're like oh, you know i'm sick i need a rest and like a covid patient's like it's adventure time now i need to go <laughs> it's time for me to see the world <laughs> uh, jesus crazy man yeah that is um how how's how's it treating you the house covid treating you uh it's it's pretty funny dude i I've, i've i've gotten to uh, laugh at my own pain at this point <laughs> so uh, uh, yeah so every time every time i get close like uh, so the last few months were okay right uh, because we were we were getting used to the new norm and all that stuff and oh, it yeah, started yeah, yeah. coming in so yeah. i mean i'm still out there talking to clients and you know trying to sort out stuff but then it got really close and we we locked in a few gigs big gigs right. actually and then right. uh, this whole second wave news came out and then they all pulled out <laughs> so, oh, so it's pretty fucked up uh i should have taken advance though <laughs> <laughs> yeah you probably should have yeah yeah uh, um yeah. yeah that's the thing that i i think it's the uncertainty like uh, like i've been i've been saying from the I've been saying from the beginning and I've been thinking that maybe we should maybe try to go into like a self-imposed lockdown as much as possible from institutes and organizations just for maybe like a week or two um yeah. just so we can prevent like you know like I mean if a cluster comes I mean like you know it's already here but like if this happens in Colombo like it's been happening in Minwangoda and you know you know Borella and Dimbagon and all these places like you know we'll be screwed like the private sector will like you know Yeah, I mean we can't afford and, another lockdown. Yeah, we can't afford another lockdown. It's 
emotionally and financially. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, emotionally I'm like emotionally I'm like trying to like ready myself like like you know like wake up every morning like all right today could be the day you could be going into another four month three month four month lockdown just you know it's like every day. now it's like now I'm like in the zone a little bit now I'm like I'm like yeah like a, right, you know, like not, a lockdown zone right <laughs> yeah I'm in a lockdown zone yeah and I'm like you know and and you know if I if I get to go to work I'll be like oh damn I get to go to work good <laughs> but. Uh, yeah man like uh like uh, i don't i don't even want to like consider the whole possibility of that because that's just i don't know what that'll mean for you know i mean this quarter is already like you know you know what i mean it's uh, it's it's just a handful like at the moment like it's it's insane like every time i think about it like like even today like i had to like go up to the road and there are people like without masks and shit like really still taking it very very lightly because it's not in their area yet yeah like like so irresponsible but like you know and uh, the funniest yeah. story right um, so they found the there was a there's a suspected patient like right behind my lane the lane behind right. my lane right so right. so they've taken him into quarantine and stuff so um, there's a kade uncle right down the lane uh, so my dad had right. gone to the kade for some reason and you know like small talk and what not so uh, yeah. so my dad was like you know you guys have to be careful and all that stuff so you know what this kade guy's right. reply was you know he so he was like um, you know we don't worry about all that you know it's not going to affect us um, we've been we've been raised in like very harsh conditions and you know we we faced like tough oh, yeah. livelihoods you know like our body would be yeah. immune to the virus because we've faced all this bacteria and all that stuff and and <laughs> so that's his perspective and it boggles me like to what extent like how ignorant these people are so they think they, their lives are so hard that you know the, the yeah they just got to be yeah. yeah yeah so apparently the virus would only affect the rich people who are comfortable in life that they in haven't their, faced yeah, hardship exactly. yeah so i was like man that's insane i mean insane. it's not even about them it's not about it affecting them directly i mean you can be uh, asymptomatic and you can just you can carry the virus and you can yeah. it's, it, the problem is passing it on to someone with a compromised immune system that's the whole point of the whole thing like but yeah man uh, no, no no but you know what the solution to that is though what kottamalli uh, herd immunity no no oh. no kottamalli <laughs> bring the kottamalli shout out to mala dog that guy is that guy is hilarious i like that too. i like the content he's putting out um what it is so <laughs> that's that's just the bandaid yeah like. <laughs> that's the bandaid yeah i feel like you're going to have to like i'm feel like you're going to have to like edit a lot of this stuff oh, that's man. fine like, man that's like, completely fine there. Oh, you got to deal with uh, it right yeah 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 nothing, nothing else we can do. do i mean um, it's it's strange but um you know how different people are coping with it and like how we cope with it how did you like how did you cope with like stuff like you know like um sort of psychologically how did you cope with things and sort of the whole like shutdown and like the complete breakdown of society and structure uh, uh that was pretty cool though <laughs> okay <laughs> deep down i've always been a little uh, i've been an right. anarchist so that was pretty nice to see <laughs> but uh 
<laughs> but yeah so yeah but i've yeah, always okay. been kind of an introvert so uh, i kind of enjoyed the uh, i mean it wasn't it wasn't a big deal ah, okay i just have to stay at right. home for like 3 months no biggie uh, that that was cool but then you know uh there was a, there was a revelation eventually i figured out oh maybe i'm not such an introvert maybe yeah maybe, maybe i mean yeah. just to myself i always like, like making people like rethink who they are like <laughs> like a 25 year old like they knew, they knew themselves for 25 years and then like two months in like shit i don't know myself yeah. anymore <laughs> i don't know myself anymore that that's actually uh, so so i think i'm an extrovert like uh uh Right. Who assumes he's an so introvert? So, are you like an to, like, extrovert, an introvert, things. or like an introvert, an extrovert? <laughs> uh, right. right. Extrovert and introvert. Okay. I still, I still can't, I still can't decide on. I think it, like, it comes with like moods and stuff like that. So, but in general, I'm an introvert. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, you know, I enjoyed it to an extent, but mostly it was like it was just me like itching to like get out of like, you know, like being stuck in a house and you know, sort of like that whole thing of like. Um, you know being stuck in the same place and just you know the days going by yeah, that was just yeah, yeah you know but um i think that was because you know like most of us weren't ready for that kind of lifestyle i mean i don't think that's i think it's mainly because we didn't anticipate it but now that we are i think you know we've been through it once before right so we're like all right it's going to be yeah. hell the sequel but you know at least i'll see it through yeah yeah it's just yeah, easy to get used to him like oh okay this yeah. again cool Yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> you see that you see that it meme um that meme of um going to a therapist will be like $90 an hour but <laughs> telling yourself it is what it is costs zero. <laughs> that's my life. Yeah. Oh, that's my life, it man. It is what it is. It happens. What you got to do about it? But uh yeah, <laughs> literally for every situation. Really, really. man like i i woke up late today <laughs> i was supposed to wake up at like yeah. 9 i was like oh, yeah, fuck yeah. let's record this at 9 or 10 or something and i was like 10 now oh. like yeah no let's do 10 and then um, i was i was watching something i was like i was uh, i was watching the trial of um, the trial of the chicago 7 okay ah oh, is it good netflix oh man it's good it is good um it's a good film it's it's a good co drama and like usually like co dramas like oh my god another co drama it's going to be you know this drawn out thing you yeah. know and this but it's it's really good man the ensemble cast is really good and uh, i mean it's such a band cohen joseph gordon levitt and um, who else was there what's what's his name yahya abdul mati yeah 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 um, yeah guy from yeah 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 from black mirror and um, uh, yeah i mean Aquaman. it's a, it's a solid cast man so it's it's based on the um, um what's it based on um, so you know the whole the whole 60s democratic uh, convention the riots during the the 60s democratic yeah. convention yeah it was based around that so it's a true true story of uh, these guys um but uh, and Eddie Redmayne Eddie Redmayne's in it so. oh really oh yeah yeah i mean you don't think like Sacha Baron Cohen and Eddie Redmayne would like gel together in a scene but like goddamn they're like you know it's it works I'm and like unexpected, um, yeah. i'm excited yeah, to see uh, the sequel to Borat though oh yeah me too me too um but i haven't seen the original Borat yet so no way watch that i have not so <laughs> I'm like I'm like the I'm like the culture guy who's like ignorant about certain things not ignorant but like I haven't seen the movie I, I everything I know is like from like video actively avoid like, not ignorant yeah 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 not even like 
Yeah, because I watched everything else. I watched Bruno. I've seen The Dictator. I've seen um, Brothers Grimsby and um, the Ali G show, and you know the yeah. Ali G movie. I've seen everything else except for Borat. I need to watch that. That's I haven't my... watched uh, the Brothers Grimsby though. Oh, it's gross. It's gross. Um, like in a good way, but, or you know, oh no, it's bad in a bad way. Like <laughs> if you thought the Dictator was worse, like really bad, like Brothers Grimsby is like. I mean, there there are there are scenes where I'm not going to spoil it for you. Just go watch it. But okay. You know, um, yeah. I mean, it's not it's not memorable. It's it's not you know. You'll watch it and you'll laugh and you'll cringe and you know you like go uh you know. But it's not like gonna it's not gonna it's gonna like leave a good impression on you. I think I don't think it's not as good as his other work. Um, but yeah, like uh, but the the trial of the Chicago Seven. That's that's his. I think his first dramatic role. He was in some other Netflix film, right? I haven't watched a lot of his stuff, man. Yeah, he was in some other film. I think. Uh, yeah, I can't he's kind of typecasted for these kind of quirky, weird roles. So. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I mean, that's his whole. That's his whole forte. That's how he built his entire career on. So. Yeah. Yeah. So it's hard um, to see him do anything else. I mean, even exactly, though he's, yeah. he's 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 a talented actor, it's hard to see him do something else. Yeah, but but have you seen Hugo? From two thousand eleven. Hugo. No, I haven't. I think. Um, I think Spielberg produced it or something. What? I can't remember who directed it. Uh, Hugo. <laughs> um, can't remember who directed what it. What was it about? Check, let me check. So, um, so the film was about. It was about um, this. You know the the director. Um, uh, God damn it! What's his name? Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! I'm I'm a little behind on this. Yeah, George Méliès. The French director. Mm-hmm. No idea. Um, you know the Man on the Moon, uh, that silent film, The Man on the Moon. I think not the Man on the Moon. I think um, a trip to the moon. Sorry, a trip to the moon by George Méliès. So it's this, it's this iconic silent film. You know that image of uh, the rocket, like you know, crashing into the moon's eye. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so shit. it's this man's face, super. Yeah, so it's it's from that film. So it's about it's about this director and this orphan boy who lives in a train station, um, and uh, Sasha Baron Cohen plays like um, a handicapped um, station master or something like that. And uh, that's a, that's I think he's like first dramatic role or something like that. And he was really good in that. So I was like, okay, this guy's got range. Yeah, he does. He does. It's just that I haven't seen him do anything else. That's the. Yeah, yeah. I think he's reluctant also to play other roles. Yeah, he's he's very picky in that way. You no, know? like he when he backed out of the Freddie Mercury biopic, yeah, yeah, like yeah. I feel like that could have done. I mean, he would have. But yeah, I mean, I, I get why he dropped out of it, but uh, it would have been really great for him. Yeah, I guess he wanted a completely different take on uh, Freddie, which which. I oh mean, yeah, he. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I even the film. I'm it's not. It's not my favorite biopic wise. <laughs> In the last episode, I told Akila that I thought yeah, yeah. Uh, Straight Outta Compton was better than uh, Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. I watched it. I watched it. I watched it, and then I was watching. I was like, Ah, oh, yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, I feel like Straight Outta Compton is way better than. I think it's. I think it's more true. Yeah. To the actual, like you know, story of the man. I mean, it's the uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is more of like a sugar-coated, you know, legacy kind of movie. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Very toned down, and it's a lot. It's it's yeah. fictional, man. There's a lot of uh, scenes that never really happened. So, 
yeah and i mean I, I sort of get it in a filmmaking in a filmmaking perspective i see that they needed to cram all these significant life events into one like i don't know two hour uh, you know runtime whatever it was yeah yeah but um, yeah like you know the fact of like you know them um the fact of like freddy discovering that he had aids before like live aid and everything like you know like it it kind of like you know i think it like takes away from i get why they did it but you know if you know freddy's story if you know his story then you know that you know some of those things are like blatant like you know yeah. like been like shuffled around for sake of sake of drama yeah but uh, that's why like straight out of compton better i really i really love that movie like i feel like i feel like mc ren and dj ella were like not done justice yeah properly. that's true that's true yeah Yeah, they were just like side like, characters uh, like they barely had any screen yeah. screen time yeah exactly and uh, mc rain's actor didn't didn't even resemble him like <laughs> in any way like you know who was the but, guy who uh, played mc rain was he the guy who played killer croc in suicide squad uh um i don't know is it i don't i don't think so i think he played killer croc in the in suicide squad Oh, it might have. I I don't remember much from Suicide Squad. That's a whole other thing <laughs> with with DC movies, uh, uh, superhero fatigue. But, yeah, uh, man. Honestly, I mean, I was arguing about it a few years back, maybe like like uh, like two years ago. I was like, oh no, you know, right. people should really like stop complaining about superhero fatigue. But now now I've gotten into it. Like I can't. Like yeah. every every other movie is a superhero movie, and I'm sick of it. Right. And it's not even and it's not even like a character study. It's always like a superhero ensemble. Like yeah. It's a Batman movie with Catwoman and Penguin and Joker and like, like you know, are like you even the thing, upcoming. Are, are like, you pointing at Matt Reeves' Batman? Are you, are you trying to say, make a statement? I mean, here? yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The the second I saw like you know like Catwoman, I'm like, uh, you know, because every time you introduce a new character, you're gonna have to dedicate screen time to develop those characters. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And that yeah. ultimately compromises on how much you're gonna flesh out like your main one or two characters, right? I mean that's something see that's exactly why the Joker film worked out I think that's the first superhero movie that I really enjoyed since maybe the Dark Knight uh I didn't right. enjoy the Dark Knight Oh for real I mean Christopher Nolan is great and stuff like the first time I watched it I was like oh, I don't like this movie it was too realistic for me do you get what I mean <laughs> I, as in I, like in the sense i i get the christopher nolan wanted to bring like the superhero genre like what would it be if it took place in the real world right yeah he's a great filmmaker yeah. and stuff christian bale is amazing but then i didn't get that movie i thought it was like uh, something was off something was off about it it felt like it felt like watching now you see me <laughs> for some reason oh okay i don't okay. know was i now i, you I see me also nolan no it was no right then, yeah. I feel oh, right. like you know, yeah, had some kind of resemblance I mean, to it. Uh, I I I don't know, man. Like I I I loved it. Like I the second movie was, was good. You know, Dark Knight. Uh... Yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Dark Knight. Okay. I'm talking about yeah. Batman Begins. Ah, uh, okay. No, no, I'm talking about the Dark Knight. Yeah, Batman Dark Knight Begins was. was... Yeah, Dark. <laughs> yeah, it's a Dark Knight was good. Uh, but Batman Begins was. Um... I don't know it's it's not memorable I mean obviously I think mostly the whole trilogy is in overshadowed by the fact that Lee Heath Lee Ledger did such an amazing performance and then he died before the movie even came out so I think that's like like Heath Ledger is the umbrella and then everything else is like yeah. you know like the third movie yeah. was horrible though <laughs> I didn't like the third movie it was horrible I didn't like it yeah I didn't um it was good 
it was cinematically good film uh, but i don't think it was a good follow up to like you know the dark knight i feel like they tried to go too far off of like to try to distance themselves from like the whole joker thing yeah that you know i mean maybe if they built up bane like maybe in the second movie in, you know you know in a small way maybe you know cuz yeah, like something like, like comes out of nowhere and he's like oh. And yeah, the voice exactly. is horrible. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> it's me, Tom Hardy. <laughs> um, that was so uh, bad. But yeah, man. Yeah. Because even in like Batman Begins, you can like, they built up the Joker, right? Like they had the, you know, the tease at the end yeah, right yeah. for the credits roll. Yeah. With the, you know, that builds up excitement and it sort of like shows like, you know, a sequence of like events. But yeah, this was just like out of the blue. I don't know where, but. But I yeah. heard Tom Hardy is going to play the next Bond, but I I don't know how that will turn out. Uh, yeah, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know. Henry Cavill um, as James Bond, okay. I mean, that, I'm I'm up for yeah, that. Yeah, Henry Cavill, I get it. Yeah, but even though even then, I still think he's like he's too buff for James Bond. <laughs> I feel like James Bond needs to be this slender, sleek, sleek kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, che- yeah slender, chiseled, like yeah. you know, like. I mean, my James Bond is like my James Bonds are like Sean Connery and like Pierce Brosnan, you know. Like, yeah, Pierce Brosnan was the James Bond man. When I was growing up, he was the definition of a man. <laughs> <laughs> that was my definition of being like a like a man, gentleman kind of person. You know, that's that's Pierce Brosnan. He was so charming. Oh yeah, he was he was some charming as hell. He was yeah. like, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. After that, Daniel Craig. I'm still not. I mean, like I enjoy the films, but I'm not. I'm not that much of a fan of Daniel Craig. Guy, it's he's, gritty he's and like it's modern. A, yeah, 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 sure, yeah, but yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, but um, I feel like like the whole the, the the famous you know the argument of you know Idris Elba playing James Bond. I feel like he is like he's 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 a contender for that you know that debonair and charm that you know the previous people brought like the previous actors brought to the franchise. Yeah, but the whole black and white thing is just like another. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care. I don't care. But I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. I mean, I I don't really I don't really mind a black actor playing uh, James Bond. What I do mind is yeah. a woman playing James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's what I was <laughs> trying to get at. Like, like no. So the the argument of like whether you know skin color matters is almost the same as whether gender matters. Like you know, like. But you know, I agree with you in the fact that you know James Bond should never be a woman because it's a male. It's a male character. It's been yeah. written as a male. and it's been that way for so many years just because you know pc culture has you know like developed and come so far now like yeah. doesn't mean that you need to like service that in every way that you can and you know like hamfist all these characters i mean if you look at the track record for um like i mean for example look at ghostbusters right what a piece of shit i mean <laughs> yeah what a piece of shit like the ghostbusters 2016 was a piece of shit movie man yeah that was, like, that was such a bad I excuse mean, for a movie man like they shouldn't have done it yeah. I mean even Chris Hemsworth couldn't save that movie it was that bad yeah exactly <laughs> and he was like he was a i mean yeah so the thing was like i mean they they followed the same formula but they don't get it that it's not just this it's it doesn't work like that like yeah. like the original ghostbusters are like you know Dan Aykroyd and um Bill Murray um Bill Murray yeah from SNL you know yeah. and these guys had like that whole chemistry that they built in you know, in you know before that when they brought it to the whole movie yeah and it's the same with Kristen Wiig and you know Leslie Jones and um Kate McKinnon who are also from SNL. Oh, I didn't realize that. Work like that. Yeah. I mean uh, they were all from SNL so I didn't realize that. They tried to rip off yeah. the old formula. Oh shit. Yeah. 
so i mean like you know even if it's that's not the point it's not the point it's not a point of oh, okay we snl snl alums uh, you know did this back then and we can do the same thing now and it will be women and it will be funny it's not it's not like that it just it's just uh, i don't even know how to begin to describe that like like the way like it it comes down to the jokes right the way it's shot how it's edited how it's been scripted like the whole point of that movie was to deliver as many jokes as possible and that's not the point yeah mostly like, physical it's comedy it's a funny movie so <laughs> yeah it has to be like yeah it has to be like um the comedy needs to be like reactional and situational you know and organic like you know like that that famous line of like bill murray going like yes it's true this man has no dick like you know like yeah that was <laughs> like iconic like that. Like, man, yeah yeah like you know like it's it's very it's very organic like that's something like i think like the reboot culture these days like they're trying hard to find but they're not finding but i think the new and, ghostbusters uh, is going to do great oh yeah afterlife i'm yeah. so pumped for that yeah. i am so pumped for that it's going to yeah. be really good i mean that's fine you have a female lead in the new ghostbusters you know in afterlife as well yeah. Yeah, there's still a female lead there's like i think the young woman is like the granddaughter of um, i think um um what's his name what's what's uh, harold remis's character's name i don't remember him he he's the guy who uh, died right yeah he's the guy who died harold remis yeah remis yeah harold remis he died um so his grand his granddaughter essentially so i mean that's fine as long as you work it in organically i mean you know but um yeah that's uh that's the a problem with hollywood female, culture man yeah yeah the whole reboot and the whole pc thing man don't like the pc works if it comes in organically if it's not just don't bother like you are going to be going to get rejected by it you know i mean they can't really I mean, complain man like they can't ask for like a bond girl because they already have franchises like charlie's angels and stuff which they did yeah, they ruin do, yeah. recently which they did also and also yeah. and also ruined it yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then they can't really say okay i mean women have always been uh, you know there was kill bill and you know you can't say yeah, that kill bill. yeah so it's, it's i mean look at look at the alien franchise yeah. look at uh, terminator like you know like they like strong female characters like you know it's not that it's not it doesn't exist in cinema it's just that you you want to do it for the sake of doing it, doing it yeah. that's not the answer yeah. and then that's when studios get on board they're like okay yes we need to make a movie okay this is what the demographic yes. wants let's make stupid yeah. movies with uh, female leads and then they just and this is tank. important for marketing we need to do this this is <laughs> we need to look diverse guys <laughs> <laughs> inclusive and diversity <laughs> crazy man yeah it's so bad but uh, yeah dude um but yeah um but yeah i think i think after life might not come for another year or so no i think they might yeah. i think they're still stuck in production what i'm like what i'm really really pumped for is uh, spiderman 3 oh yeah oh yeah me too me too i i don't know how they're going to do it but the fact that they're doing it is like you know i've, I mean, I've heard a lot Jake. of rumors man like i've been down rumor yeah. mill like it's insane so apparently they're going to bring i mean the rumors are that they're going to bring tobey maguire and uh, andrew garfield on board andrew garfield back, be yeah. insane and if it works out then they're going to get their own <laughs> they're going to get their solo movies back yeah probably like yeah i mean they're leaning heavily into this alter you know alternate you know multi multiverse thing which yeah. i think works out in a lot of ways um because they already brought brought back um Jay Jonah Jameson from you know Spider-Man like the original from Sam Raimi's Spider-Man yeah, yeah, yeah. like Spider-Man Homecoming right yeah, yeah, no yeah. far from home far yeah. from home yeah 
So they already built it up so they can do it if they wanted to. And then I think Doctor Strange would be like their natural, like, I mean, that would be like the way they can like organic, organically set up this whole multiverse thing. Yeah. You know, and let these different Spider-Men come into, um, but yeah, yeah. I want to, I want to see a, I want to see a live action, uh, Miles, Miles Morales movie. Miles so that's, Morales? so that, yeah. So that's, that's what I heard, right? So apparently what they're going to, they've already casted a kid to play Miles Morales in the Sony. Yeah. Sony universe of Marvel properties. So, <laughs> so Venom, so Sony universe of Marvel properties is technically just when the Venom movies right? and Morbius. Ah, Amazing Spider-Man and Mobius. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Ah, and Electro is coming back. Electro is yeah. going to be there. In, yeah. Yeah. But he's going to be Electro. Spider-Man. I, I don't know. I mean, he could be Electro, the Electro from Andrew Garfield's universe, or he could be say J- Jamie Foxx in the current MCU who also turns into Electro. Really yeah, maybe. Him. I don't. I don't know. He could be like a Stark employee or some shit. Like that. That's what they're gonna do. Yeah, yeah. It's always a. It's always a disgruntled Stark employee who's like, <laughs> yeah, I hate Tony Stark. I'm gonna yeah, be I hate Tony Stark, so now I'm gonna take it out on this kid. But but they never uh, really took action when Tony Stark was alive. So yeah. Were, so now like this, the retcon doesn't make sense. Well, why do you wait all this time? Like, <laughs> you should play a song on the podcast. Oh, I think that'd be yeah. cool. Yeah, just grab <laughs> grab the guitar and play like towards, yeah, yeah, towards yeah, okay, the okay. end. <laughs> like, All right, let's do that. Let's do that. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was this other thing that I wanted to tell you? There was this, this question that I had to ask. Um, man, I've been thinking about getting a record player for the oh, longest right. time. Yeah, go for it. What's holding you back? Right. You're like the ideal person, like yeah, yeah. But I don't know where can I get like a legit record player. I don't want to get those. Oh portable, yeah, the portable, portable ones thingies. are most shit. Like you're gonna you're gonna get a bad deal on like even like like that. You know, there's this brand called the Crosley, which is in general like not a recommended brand, but like it's it's quite popular in terms of like portable turntables. But then there are also like off-brand turntables yeah. which are really bad. And I have I have a I have a portable uh, turntable and it's really shit and it's not working anymore. So. Your best bet is to invest in, um, you know, um, a turntable and maybe an amp, a preamp, and you know, a set of speakers. Um, How much are we talking? Uh, about? It depends. I think it could, um, like, if you're getting a good turntable that can range from 30k to 70k, 80k, or something like that. Like, if you're yeah. getting like Technics, Audio Technica, Pioneer, you know, these are like really solid brands to go for. But uh, if you're looking at, yeah. you know, durability and, you know, like a long-term investment, then you're going to have to like pocket out a little extra and get like a really solid player. Right. Um, yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't stop from there. So that's the thing. Like if you're getting into records, it's, it's a whole thing of its own because you need to be yeah. looking for a good sound system, you know, that can, that can keep up with that. And um, especially an amp. So, um, but the thing is my boss, it necessarily doesn't have to be the case. Like my boss at uh, my current workplace. So he bought this turntable for about, I think for about 35 K, I think. Um, yeah. And, okay. uh, and then he got a sound system. I think, I think that was around, I think about 40 K, I think. Um, and um, it's, it sounds like there's no, there's no, there's no empty amplification. Amplification. Is that the word? Amplification, right? Yeah. Is it amplification? Yeah, it a is a good thing. thing. So there, there's no amp, right? But it just, the sound reproduction yeah. is so good. It's, a, it's surprising. Like, you know, sometimes I take my records to office so I can like, you know, like sit down after work and just like listen to them because mine's broken anyway, right? Yeah. So, um, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's, 
it's surprising like how sound sound reproduction is on like some of these speaker systems so if you do some really good shopping and if you like um know where to go and what to get and if you know what you're listening for in terms of audio quality i think you can you can just settle for like a turntable and a good quality you know set of speakers and you don't have to go for that whole entire you know the whole big setup that i was just talking about yeah and yeah. um yeah i mean it'll maybe if you're if you're getting the whole thing maybe 100 150 but you know that'll all depend on like the quality of things that you're going for and that's just the that's just the uh the player and then comes the records you know so yeah. yeah are you are you into that whole scene the whole anal- the not analog the whole vinyl scene so i've been i mean they they're pretty rich <laughs> right <laughs> oh yeah yeah someone thing. comes over and you're like oh my god you got a record player like uh, <laughs> yeah yeah i'm into yeah. i'm into vinyl just yeah, up I my like, hipster game like one <laughs> one, up my, one up my hipster game yeah, so yeah. that's i'm, I'm into i'm into analog you uh, know I'm, i'm like that i'm like digital it's like you know <laughs> that's that's the whole <laughs> that's my whole thing yeah but um, yeah 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 it's a, it's a whole it's it's a whole artistic expression of like of itself like it's it's weird like i mean back then it's like back then it was the go to medium for listening to music like in the 60s and the 70s right and this was before cassettes came along yeah. um and if you didn't have a cassette player then you had to get the record and then you know set it and then put the needle in and then listen to it and uh, listen to it listen to an album in a sequence you know so it's an it's an experience by itself yeah. and um and yeah. then you know when the you know it was the same with the cassette player but cassettes but then you know when the compact disc started coming in like the late 80s the mid to it late like 80s you could skip tracks and everything and that sort of like changed the whole market you know like um i think vinyl sales reduced heavily after the cd was introduced because it's small it's digital and it's like this big you know um yeah. but i don't know man there's something about the sound like you know like the vinyl sound that i i i try to explain to my friends and i try to explain to people who ask me but it's something that you have to hear for yourself you know there's yeah there was there was this line from a movie dude uh, i can't remember what the movie was and then these guys they listened to this uh, i think it was a free to mac record okay and he, and the guy says like listen to it you can hear the cocaine in her voice <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> so i guess that's that's what you're trying to yeah, yeah you can hear uh, the cocaine on the- <laughs> you can you can you can hear the powder <laughs> on the microphone yeah. yeah yeah no it's it's not that it's i think the 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 whole appeal of it to me is that it so the grooves on the vinyl right the grooves on both sides it's literally yeah. is the music it's 3d printed onto the disc right so yeah. when the needle moves along the grooves it's actually the you know the when the magnetic coil picks up the vibration it just like it just converts it into sound it doesn't do anything else right so it's literally playing off a like a very real surface where music is actually imprinted on and that's like the coolest yeah, phys- yeah physically that's, that's yeah, the coolest yeah. aspect of vinyl for me i think and like like there's this there's this warm like it's it's not like you know it's not like a distorted bassy sound right it's very balanced like if you listen to something on a vinyl vinyl on a record but there's this warmth you know that you can it's like this very tactile thing you can you know it's got yeah. the you can you can hear that you can hear the dust you know when you place the needle you can hear the dust and things and really yeah, like, fuck okay this this makes me want to oh, get oh yeah one. you know if you if you need any help i can i can come help you i mean you know covid willing you know like aaron <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah not everything so uh, yeah man like, <laughs> it, it's it's um 
yeah it's it's a, it's an expensive hobby but um, you know vinyl now is it's 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 more of like a specialist thing now so you know people with with uh, with money and you know time to invest in that kind of thing those are the guys who listen to vinyl and uh, but for me it's worth it man like for me the whole whole thing is like you know like when you i mean you you getting in in an actual sleeve right you get the artwork you get the lyrics you get the footnotes yeah. you get everything yeah. and like you know it's yeah i think that's the yeah. coolest right yeah. that's the coolest yeah. yeah so it's uh yeah it's 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 like it's like it's not like listening to a track on like apple music or like on spotify like you know like it's it's very it takes like it takes the value out of like you know the song for me like you know i don't know how 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 better to put it but for me like when you get it in a vinyl you're getting the whole package and like you know it's a, it's a whole thing of itself like yeah. you know you actually place it you put the needle on you sit back you look at the artwork you look at the lyrics and you know the producers and the mixers and you know the the band and you know all this other stuff that you can't you'd otherwise have to read up online and stuff like that it's it's a lifestyle so you know it's something that i really like it's not the most convenient it's not the most convenient but yeah you know it's um i think for me the the pros over the cons for me i think and that's like a personal thing you know some people will be like you know i can't be bothered you know i'm you know when i have a spotify subscription i don't want to be paying so much for a medium where you can't even skip songs you know you have to listen to the whole album you know and the money down with side a you need to flip it to side b you know but that's the appeal yeah, yeah. shut up Karen. <laughs> shut up <Karen. laughs> but that's that's the appeal to me like that is the appeal to me like you know yeah. you have to listen to it because like back then like when someone made an album they made it for a to z listening right like it it's yeah. it's progressive like it starts with an intro track and then it builds to crescendo and then you flip the side and that's where you get like some of the singles right like the singles will be spread yeah like you get oh, like, okay. the singles and then you get the filler and really? you know stuff like that it's it's a whole journey of listening when you're listening on vinyl and um now like if you take a modern album now it's you know like you use you, you see some of the some of those elements of like you know progressive music production coming back right but like mostly it's it's just songs it's disconnected you know like you have a you have a pop record and then you have like a you have like some like a ballad and then it's like a rock song and then you know something else it's it's very disjointed so it's not it's albums made nowadays are not made for album listening per se Um, unless you're a Kanye West fan so un- unless you're a Kanye West fan yeah. uh i was just thinking i was i was watching yeah dude oh yeah i want to get to that i want to get to that because uh yeah like so that's the whole thing that's the whole appeal of that but like like i said like you know artists nowadays like in the last i think 5 or 6 years in my observation i feel like have you know like are like trying to like musically are trying to like means in mainstream music yeah. like trying to bring back like you know they're making albums for vinyl now they're making albums for album listening now like you know like especially with i was listening this morning when i woke up i was in a kenny g mood so i was listening to like a kenny g essentials playlist on apple music and i was like reading and i was like and then i remembered um, the comment that you put on facebook on one of my posts yeah yeah uh, where you want to be to check out yeah jesus is king yeah Uh, yeah and i checked it out man and it's like you know like like the new kanye like not the new kanye but like the 2010s kanye is not my favorite kanye to be honest which one like <laughs> graduation and uh, oh yeah uh, college dropout college dropout um, yeah 
late registration and graduation and uh, 808s and heartbreak. I, I, I love like, 808s and heartbreak. I felt like that was like a I revolutionary, it, yeah. uh, like from, from graduation and stuff. That was like a stepping stone. That, w- that was a complete departure. Like yeah. he had this whole like, with like the first three albums, he had this whole chipmunk soul kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like chopped up samples and did, did all these different things and like created a sound for himself. Yeah. But then with 808s and Heartbreak, it's stripped down. It's very synth, you know, synth laid and rich that way. And, you know, it's, and it's, it's not so much as rapping, it's melodic, yeah. you know, and like he's trying to sing kudos on, you know, for him to try and, trying to sing. <laughs> yeah, he, like, I, I think he takes like but, yeah. pieces of inspiration from different eras. And, yeah, uh, he does. And yeah, especially with his samples, I think, man. Yeah, I think, I think one of his biggest inspirations, I think that I read up for 808s and Heartbreak was like, Phil Collins, like, you know, really? Yeah. Phil Collins. I mean, the whole thing of like keeping it simplistic. Like if you take like in the air tonight, for example, it's yeah. a very, very, very simplistic, you know, uh, mix. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what he tried to bring in. And, um, but yeah, man, like, but yeah, coming back to like Kenny G, like, yeah. you know, the whole story of like how Kenny G like got to collaborate with Kanye, right? No, that, no, 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 no. So it's, yeah. So, so I think it was Valentine's Day. Like, so what uh, Kanye did was he invited Kenny G to perform sax for Kim Kardashian on Valentine's Day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard, yeah. I've heard a, a part of this. Yeah, go on. Yeah. And, um, and then he came in, I think, so uh, like he, he, he like laid down this hall with rose petals and stuff and like Kenny G standing in the middle and playing the sax, like completely like killing it. And apparently the Kenny G, the acoustic sounded so good that it sounded like, like he was in a, you know, like it sounded like, like a, like a, he had this whole, he got this whole church vibe kind of thing. Like this, you know, this acoustically, you know, like rich yeah. kind of sound. Yeah. And um, that's when like, they kind of like hit it off. And apparently Kenny G was like, he was kind of apprehensive about meeting Kanye because he didn't know what version of Kanye he was going to meet. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> that makes <laughs> that complete makes, sense. But, but, but yeah, but you know, um, yeah, Kanye was pretty like, he, he was, he, he was pretty positive and energetic and stuff and really warm towards Kenny G and they sort of like bonded, I think. And then they went over to his studio and then he started playing some tracks from the new album that he was doing. Um, and, um, that's where Khan sort of picked up on this one song. I think use, what's it called? The gospel song, right? I forget the name of it. Gospel song. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Something, something in the gospel or something. Yeah. Stretch, um, stretch by hands. Was it that? No, 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 no. Um, hold on. My memory, shorter memory is really, really poor, man. I think, I think that's evolutionary, dude. I've been thinking about that for a while now. That's, that's another topic on its own. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. We'll get to that. Yeah. Use this gospel. Ah, uh, use. So, yeah. 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 Use this gospel. So, uh, he performed this part and he, he was like, um, you know, I feel like a sax, you know, like I, I, I feel like a sax part would really go really well with this. Yeah. And he did like a small thing and then, you know, they kind of like, you know, I think, I think they kind of found like a working chemistry there and then the rest of his rest was history. I think Kanye took it. Kenny J took it back to his studio and then finished it up. And that's what we have. And I think, I still think use this gospel as very, you know, very little Kenny G. I mean, and Kenny G only shows up in like the last yeah, like, yeah, few yeah. seconds, but uh, the live version, he performs in, he performs the intro in the live version. Have you seen that? No, no, I haven't. Oh man. Watch it on YouTube. It's, 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 it's amazing. Like he, he leads off with that, like, 
like you have like you know like you have like the choir and then they start they start like you know like singing the melody and then kenji starts with the sax and then he builds up to that and then you know kanye comes in and it's, it's it's amazing i love it but even though like coming back to kanye as an artist even though, even though like his recent work is not some of my favorite i still think he's like one of the few um legitimate musicians that yeah. understand progressive music making his production is tried- like off the hook dude like no one his can match it. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't really match his level of production right because he he was right. a producer before he was a rapper and like you know exactly so so that's that's yeah. his forte yeah for sure uh, that's his forte for sure I, um you know and what like he he developed this thing of like so after 808s and heartbreaks he started developing this this anthem kind of approach yeah. to uh music production right and you can still see that in his work like sure like you know some artists out there like you know they they do this one off album where they go all experimentation yeah, yeah, experimental yeah. and um you know but kanye is like consistently like doing that and when you hear it in his music you know what he's going for exactly he's yeah, yeah. It. stuff like yeah. you know, like if you hear mercy or like power black skin head right right yes. like they're all yes. like dude like when you listen to it you feel you it's it's like like a shot of uh uh I was going to say cocaine but I don't know what cocaine feels like so I'm just going to say caffeine. <laughs> caffeine. Yeah. I'm pretty so, sure it's pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but then so, tracks like that man it just like kicks you off your seat right? So I guess yeah, that's yeah, that's does. the kind of vibe is going for and then I mean yeah. you can if if you have a good pair of headphones then you know um what is his his going for. Otherwise like yeah. Other yeah, the audience are like really yeah he 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 does uh, he does really rich like his work is rich yeah, like yeah. i don't agree on some of his work but his work is rich and he tries to keep it consistent that's what i admire about him as an artist even even with uh, jesus king i mean i listen to it like very often uh, right. i mean i catch myself you know like uh, humming and you know like worrying it and what not even though like some people catch me like aren't you a muslim i mean that doesn't really matter that's <laughs> besides the point <laughs> <laughs> that's besides the point yeah but that, that, um, but like yeah. he was he was teasing his album the album before this yandi right he was teasing right. that for like 2 years and he never dropped it and then he was they just skipped that album like they canned it and they released uh, jesus right, king right, right? Yeah. but yeah. a lot of the tracks that are in jesus king is in yandi which i which i managed to like bootleg uh, uh oh no I, way. i'll send you i'll send you a link to it and and i think that's oh, right, okay. that's phenomenal right right yeah i i so think like i mean most of the tracks so mo- is it yeah it's it's somewhat the same tracks but then it's like an explicit version without the whole jesus aspect in it um right okay so it's kind <laughs> of like jesus king uh meets um jesus not yeah right. yeah that's that's kind of the no like mm. a little like okay. same pablo but but yeah it's it's kind of like uh it's hard to like tell like what it, what it sounds like it's like a mix of right. yeah uh life of pablo and jesus and then with jesus king so right okay 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 i'll that's, send you the link oh, pretty... i don't think it's online yeah. like they took it down like a while back so i'll just like email you okay. <laughs> the copy there so <laughs> so it got leaked it's not probably yeah, it the second leaked. time that 
probably not the first time that you know like um, so even i think even college dropout was leaked like his first album the college dropout like, oh was it leaked full and i think yeah it was leaked in full and then he had to sort of like go back and then you know like really rework the the mix on all of those songs because obviously if you know if you i mean you can get how frustrating that shit must be right yeah, yeah 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 but crazy, um yeah that's crazy um but yeah uh <laughs> yeah it's Jesus. time you played you you played a song so so ah <laughs> uh, really shit no yeah you know goddamn all right all right all right uh all right hold up give me a second i don't i don't know if you might be able to hear though because you know uh, I'll, i'll try my best try, i'll try yeah. my best yeah okay I'm going to bring this around the the back of the guitar. Hold on. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, no, if this shit doesn't work <laughs> out, like you you can edit this shit out, right? Sure, sure. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, use it shit. as promotional material for the podcast. Yo, does my name show up in the does my name show up in the um thing? It says Amavi. But yeah. then that's I probably not your name. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, yeah, no no no, that's my middle name. That's uh I never knew my, uh, gender. Yeah, no, it's Rajita Mavi Maligaspe like, you know, it's uh like gender neutral. <laughs> gender neutral. Yeah, it's um it's it's my way of contributing to <laughs> you know, uh diversity. <laughs> can you hear that? Yeah, yeah, I can. Oh, I got right. a private show. This is amazing. Yeah, private show. Fuck yeah. Rajit. I'm going to go on the podcast. <laughs> Rajit totally fans. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I feel like I should maybe maybe I feel like I should maybe consider that getting an only fans. Yeah, just know? for music, yeah. Just for music. They'd be highly disappointed that it's a, you know, a chubby brown dude <laughs> who's like Yeah. You could do those photo shoots with just guitar like your guitar and nothing. Oh else. yeah, just just the guitar covering my crotch just like yeah. like that. <laughs> the whole Burt Reynolds thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh this is an Elton John song and I haven't played this in a long while, so if I make any mistakes just like, you know, let it slide, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking amateur in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> can you hear? Can you hear the guitar? Yeah, I can, I can. Okay. I'm easily <laughs> impressed so don't worry. <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> All right. It's a little bit funny. Ah, wait, hold on. Let me restart. Let me restart. Let me restart. Let me restart. Go on. Go on. Ah, okay. <laughs> This is very weird for me. I don't normally get you sweet boy <laughs> yeah 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 this is how you're going to do your covid concerts <laughs> yeah this I'm going to do my yeah i'm uh, like for performing live has always been like a thing for me like you know like shit 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 i always get like you know like no matter how how many times i practice a song and you know when it actually yeah, comes yeah, to yeah. the thing 
yeah but then i managed to pull it off so that's a that's a marvel of its own so yeah it's a little bit funny this feeling inside i'm not one of those who can easily hide i don't have much money but boy if i did i buy a big house where we both could live if i was a sculptor but then again no or a man who makes potions in a traveling show oh i i know it's not much but it's the best i can do my gift is my song and this one's for you and you can tell everybody this is your song it may be quite simple but now that it's done i hope you don't mind i hope you don't mind that i put down in words how wonderful life is well you're in the world <clears throat> i sat on the roof and kicked off the moss well a few of the verses they've got me quite cross but the sun's been quite kind what i wrote this song is for people like you there keep it turned on so excuse me for getting but these things i do you see i've forgotten if they're green or they're blue anyway the thing is what i really mean yours are the sweetest eyes i've ever seen and you can tell everybody this is your song it may be quite simple but now that it's down i hope you don't mind i hope you don't mind that i put down in words <clears throat> how wonderful life is for you're in the world i hope you don't mind i hope you don't mind that i put down in words how wonderful life is for you're in the world man that was amazing no it's not oh man no, i swear dude like... i swear <laughs> i mean i'm also easily impressed so <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. You and you. I went you into five I, other people. I, I went into like a trance. So, so it was good. Oh man. Yeah. So I was like, oh, oh. thank you, thank you. Yeah. So I'm like all teared up and stuff. So.
oh no oh no no i mean thank you you know i think that's the highest compliment like man i didn't know you were i didn't know you could play that well and even sing so for that Oh man, I haven't practiced that song in so long. I'm like I'm like why playing? I'm like what the hell are the chords like? You know? <laughs> no, like you didn't do that shit out. Uh thanks man. Thank you. Thank you. Ah, uh, boy. Fuck, I see I see why eight. you should get into music. Like uh, you should like you know, you why you have a future there. So that's Yeah, um that's something I'm trying to figure out, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, Yeah I, I yeah. mean I knew you were like into music and stuff but I didn't know yeah. you, you were like a practicing musician. So Yeah well you know that's that's what I try to do in my free time you know like when I like that's what I do on weekends mainly because you know like when I'm doing the week I'm just like work 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 and then I come home and then you know I eat shower sleep and then you know back to work in the morning so it's during the weekends and I'm like you know I try to find a song that can like you know that that not not only that other people know of but something that I really enjoy singing otherwise it's just going to be like a like a chore you know to do yeah, yeah. something for the sake of doing it yeah but uh yeah man that's uh, that's what i'm trying to do um i've 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 recently like like sort of like ever since the start of just before the start of the the first wave actually i started getting into like doing music and i figured that i thought to myself i need to start putting on covers and stuff like that yeah for sure um, man just 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 for nothing else but for the fact that you know i need to you know try to maybe you know try to build a presence out there you know so that when the world is all right again hopefully inshallah who knows right like you know i could probably like go out and do do a few gigs and stuff like that you know and cuz that's something that I've, i've always wanted to do but never really gave much priority to you know i yeah. sort of like let other things come in and you know like my job and my degree and stuff like that and you know like everything else in between sort of like overtake that and you know that's something that i sort of like started to resent a little bit like you know like if you if you know that you can do something and you have like a decent talent enough to like you know make something out of this why aren't you doing it doing anything about it you know yeah and then so living with regret that, is probably the worst thing oh yeah living yeah. with regret yeah man that's that the what what could have been and what ifs are like like i just don't want to entertain that yeah. you know so yeah and then like the first cover that i put was like i think like a week before like the first lockdown happened and i had no idea that we was going to go that way <laughs> like the that week i'm like oh yeah all right and then you know the whole thing happened and then that's that's when i started like posting covers and but i'm also like it's 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 sort of been like i haven't been posting regularly until recently because i'm sort of like i'm very nitpicky about like you know like songs that i perform and i like when i listen back i'm always like cringing and like yeah. you know like ah oh, man you missed this shit up like you know you you missed that part up you missed this up and i'd like keep practicing and going back and recording you know practicing recording practicing recording and sometimes i just like throw it out the way like just throw it out like no this is not going up at all like you know stuff like that but so, then i guess you have to post more man i mean you have to you yeah. have to like be a little easy on yourself and then allow yeah, exactly, yourself exactly. to not yeah. be great so all the time yeah exactly so i think that's that's one of the things that in the past like few months um what i figured out was that i need to be to be able to allow myself like if i if i try to be too much of a perfectionist yeah you know like i'm not going to get anything out you know at this rate so i need to sort of like i mean I, i look at like you know covers that other people are doing and you know like i look at you know people doing music and you know and stuff on social media and i'm like you know like yeah sure these people are better than me yeah 
but you know like they've started somewhere too right so that was sort of my whole thing so um yeah so i sort of like started going easy on myself on like you know kind of you know the my playing ability and singing ability and stuff like that and so far i've gotten like really like great responses on like you know some of the stuff that i've done so i'm really grateful for those people you know like um for giving me that kind of honest feedback and um yeah like um that's that's what that's what uh, i'm going to continue to do and um you know i just i just don't want to be i just don't want to be i guess like just playing and singing as well i'm i'm really trying to get into get really trying to learn the electric guitar yeah that would be sick dude yeah yeah martin um, flying yeah <laughs> yeah martin flying it yeah um but you can't find strings in colombo like i went to the yamaha like i'm out of strings for the electric guitar and um, i went to yamaha and they were like are we out of stock and i was just thinking who would stock up on guitar strings before a lockdown like <laughs> <laughs> panic buying <laughs> you panic buying guitar strings and like <laughs> i went and like the shelves were empty like like when i went in like guys were walking out with crates of like like you know like music equipment yeah might as yeah, well practice but like, <laughs> as well practice i'm going to go buy a i'm going to buy a drum set i'm going to yeah. come and practice and when i get out of this lockdown i'm going to be phil collins yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah man but uh, yeah i couldn't find strings and shit like that so yeah cuz that's the only thing that's holding me back right now but that's something i really want to get into but uh, yeah man are you are you musically inclined no dude not not as much not as much as i'd like to like uh growing up i wanted to and then i told my parents oh you know i wanted to play like a musical instrument i told my dad i wanted to play the sax right because that right. was the only uh, instrument uh, instrument that i i felt like drawn towards and then i was like oh i'm going right. to get a saxophone i'm going to be a sexy man Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you, you know that's 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 how they position themselves right <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah yeah oh yeah just so 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 yeah i mean i mean uh, so when i told my dad that he told me uh, you know people who play saxophones they die uh, <laughs> something like that. it was like they die uh, their lungs <laughs> he told me something i, I was very young and I, i i don't remember the exact his exact words but he said you know their lungs become weak or something like that uh from all the um, i don't know i haven't really done enough reading on this to have an opinion on that but i hope that that's not true yeah i hope it's I'm, not true i think they just told that yeah kenny g is like 62 63 years old and like dudes still you know like breaking hearts where heavy goes but yeah anyway yeah. so so i <laughs> so i didn't really get to pursue any kind of right. uh, musical venture so right. yeah i was like oh, okay cool but would it still be the sax i don't know i don't know <laughs> i i'd like to try the sax i can't really think of anything i got a melodica once <laughs> oh right oh, <laughs> not yeah, the yeah. coolest of instruments but uh, yeah you get the the whole thing with the yeah 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 <laughs> Oh yeah, I started yeah. the melodica too. I just need like good a kilt and I'm like cool then. <laughs> <laughs> so like the entire the melodica's the what's the, the pipe the like thing with the, the keyboard. Ah, that thing, right? Yeah, with yeah. the Yeah, 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 that 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 that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to blow it like to oh, play yeah. the organ or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that was yeah, my uh, saxophone alternative, which doesn't make sense yeah. because it still uh, has blowing. uh yeah i mean fundamentally it's the same yeah. same same but different yeah. yeah same same but different but yeah. same same uh yeah 
so yeah i didn't really get into i mean i'd like to but then i don't know if if i have right. it anymore like if i can afford to uh, put time into such a big uh, skill yeah yeah i, mean, I, I don't mean, have yeah, the passion anymore right yeah i mean i mean you already have so many things going for you right? you have the podcast which is doing extremely well and then you have you know your career as a filmmaker which is yeah. extremely you know yeah i mean you've built a very good foundation for yourself so Thanks, i mean man. these things are your passions right so yeah and then there's this one little thing that i'm working on it's like a little tech startup that is to be launched in oh. january yeah 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 so 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 my long my long lived dream of getting into technology is uh, mm. like a technological startup is to flourish hopefully because that's that's right. what i initially wanted when i was like a kid right that's why i got into like i got the i i got a degree in software engineering but then i was right. sidetracked majorly into like film making <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah yeah my my degree doesn't make any sense either like mine is in like business information systems some some shit like that that like, was right? i i wanted to do that though like uh, instead of yeah. software i had the option to like switch but then i was right. like uh, well yeah. that would have been more useful yeah i perhaps yeah perhaps but anyway even even with me like degree career it's like yeah it's like that and sri lankan so, parents love pointing that out so <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so do. yeah oh my god so but, i'd like um, to do everything try try it all and then you know if i fail like at mm-hmm. least i tried so how did the how did the podcast come about uh, i've been wanting to do a podcast for quite a while right like ever since right. i left row uh, like during that time right so i wanted to do a podcast but then it was so hectic then uh to like yeah. find a life outside work um yeah but see after i quit i wanted to but then i was very conscious on how you know it will sound like what i'll look like and all that stuff which i was right. which i was like even like a month back but i was like a oh, fuck it man you know you can't like if you're ugly you're ugly if you sound like shit you sound like shit <laughs> yeah that's something that you have to come to realization yeah. to like no matter the number of pixels on your camera is not going to fix the way you look man. <laughs> so yeah it's like which is why I'm comfortable it. in front of a webcam you know it's not going to it's not going to amplify it um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so I was like okay I'm going to oh, do so it whatever true. like like regardless and then I I just yeah. like shot an episode with a friend one night and then uh, so I was like I'm just going to put this out you know if if people like it it's good otherwise I'm going to take it down <laughs> um yeah like it never existed yeah so it's just one episode so so yeah that did right. well and then it did like insanely well and then so i was like okay i'm just going to so i've been consistently putting out content for like two months now so right yeah so yeah, yeah. eventually let's see i mean uh, at this point it, it's good it's just that engagement keeps it, it's 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 a flux you know sometimes it's good sometimes mm. it's great some episodes gets a lot of listens and views but some don't so i don't i don't yeah. want to take that to heart but i'm just going to keep pushing out content because i guess through yeah. consistency um yeah the the way you're going to the way you're going to build a base for this is through consistency i think like if you like especially in the start if you look at it through like the lens of like you know how each of your episodes are performing yeah i think that's going to be a let down for you but if you just keep going with, i think it's the same with anything right like even like even for me like for me doing covers and stuff like the the, the engagement is like that so yeah yeah uh the important thing like you said is like to keep to keep going at it to keep the consistency up so i think that's that's a really good thing that you're doing so so i yeah, try man i'm, I'm trying yeah 
but uh, that's good man that's that's uh, that's great and i'm really honored to be on the podcast, podcast oh i'm super well. glad to have you man i uh, that's the thing yeah. i've been having people that i know or like know of at least know them online uh, right so a lot of people suggested oh maybe you should get some popular people like you know influencers <laughs> and stuff from but but then you oh, know yeah. i'm kind of an asshole like i don't know how my <laughs> how 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 my how i'd switch like if they say something cringy i'm going to like roast them on the podcast or destroy them uh so right, like right. i i have this thing like i i i mean i'd openly say what i feel like rather than you know i can't sugarcoat shit so yeah that that doesn't oh, really yeah. work like satisfying people so just for the sake of engagement i can't get just yeah just to just to service them yeah 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 I I I find it very difficult that's something I find difficult as well is like trying to like filter myself and like trying to filter my thoughts and my opinions uh that's a whole thing but like you know I can't I can't it's really tough for me to sort of like I think like you know like deal with people or like you know converse with people who I think I don't stupid. know like I don't want to yeah I don't want I don't want to use words like pretentious or you know no, words like that but like is, dude. If they it are, they is, are. It is what it is. <laughs> that that's gonna be the title of this uh, episode. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> it is, what it is. <laughs> But yeah, that's yeah, that's that's why I try to surround myself as much as possible. Um, surround myself uh, with people, you know, that sort of you know reflect the kind of vibe that I give off, and I feel really comfortable around, you know. Yeah. Because I yeah, because you know, like yeah, that's, and it's very hard also. It's that, very hard to find people like that. that you can resonate yeah exactly with, yeah. yeah and that sort of i that 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 kind of thinking is something that i've been sort of like working on like for the past past few years um and that was that was sort of what i uh, mentioned um when you put up that status uh, i think about a week ago or something yeah like remaining right? friends on facebook yeah remaining friends on facebook that was the sort of thing that i was trying to get at because um for me like right now like for me everything in my life needs to be has to has to involve some sort of value addition on both sides i agree man 100% right. yeah like i if for for a person like if it's if it's a person like it has to be what kind of value addition i give to them and what kind of value addition they give to me right and it's the same with a job or you know a service or anything to be honest so that's sort of how i'm like trying to like model my sort of uh my sort of like social circles right now and that's that's sort of like like i'm i'm already in my social circles it's very limited like i only have like a like a small set of friends you know and people that i regularly talk to you know yeah. um and i try to sort of uh reflect that you know on my with my you know like social media life as well yeah. because yeah like the thing with like social media though like is like you know it's the, the whole thing is like an illusion right it's like yeah, a giant stage yeah it's a it's a it's it's just this whole thing where people you know like like i, I don't want to call it insincere because there are people who are sincere on their social platforms but on but that, as a whole it's like very a spec, dude like compared to yeah it's it's a spec exactly yeah um but it's this whole thing of like you know they only present the best versions of themselves on social media right yeah like it's always the best of like who a person can be and nothing else like everything else is like irl yeah so i mean it's that whole thing of you know like i just can't keep up with that yeah. you know if like, i completely agree with that i know in yeah 
uh, like a person that I know in real life is sometimes like, like I've noticed this with a couple of people that I know in real life are completely different on social media, the way they behave, the way they interact, you know, um, like, and doesn't you know, that, that frustrate you? Like it really, it really gets yeah. to my nerves, man. Like how can, I mean, it bothers me that you have two lives. Yeah, it does. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, yeah, that's the thing with that is like, like, look, like, you know, if, if that's the way they live their lives, that's fine. You know, but for me, like, like for me, I need to be able to sort of make sure that all my interactions on online or offline need to be as authentic as possible. And like the people that I follow on social media, like, you know, like, you know, the, the kind of content that I get on social media really depends on the kind of pages and people that I follow. Right. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I, I like, I just, um, that I follow the kind of people that sort of only coming back to the value addition thing that give me some sort of value addition as I give them. Um, that's, 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 so it's not like an overnight thing too. It's a process, right? Like you sort of like for you to filter through them, like it takes a while. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's something I've been working on for the past few, few years, to be honest. And, uh, even more so in the past few months that I really want my social media to just represent an aspect of who I am. Yeah. Right. Right. I want, I don't want it to sort of, um, represent a version of me. That's not true. Yeah. Like I want it to be authentic, but I want it just to be an extension of who I am. So that's like, that's another thing as well. What do you, what do you think of like this whole thing? Like the whole, um, the way people present themselves on Instagram, like on any sort of social media and that whole thing. So initially it was very hard for me because I mean, I, I, I had a private account. Um, I had a private account for the longest time with only friends and whatnot. Uh, it was called Grumpus. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, right. I remember yeah, this. I remember this. Obvious, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Grumpus. And then, so that, that was pretty nice. It was like very, like a closely knit group of people that I'd like to see their content. And their, like it was, it was very mutual. Right. But um, so after I ventured out into like, um, like working, like, because I had to create like a, so I had a, I had to create a public account to present myself as this, uh, as the brand, right? So Zishan right. Akram Jabir is a brand so that clients yeah. or like, you know, you have to, I, it's, it's something that it took me a very long time to get used to, uh, mm. because I mean, obviously in like an introverted person, like, but then with, if you have to go out there and get work and, you know, like make something for yourself, it doesn't matter if you're a musician or a filmmaker or an artist, you have to put yourself yeah. out there and, and you for have sure. to have a name as a brand. So uh, it's easy to just create like, Oh, you know, uh, blue cupboard film company or some shit <laughs> like that and like hide behind the brand. Yeah. But uh, yeah, sure. at the end of the day, it's, it's you as a person, which took me a while to get used to. And then, Right. Build something for myself. And then even that, it doesn't really work because people expect public figures to be these uh, extraordinary creatures that don't really make mistakes right. that have extraordinary lives yeah. and all that stuff, you know, like, yeah. like, you know, they're always skydiving from like a fucking plane with a camera or like, you know, yeah, um, always. And that's their life. <laughs> that's, that's their, their life. life. Like they they're don't have skydiving. off days, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like every day is insanely like uh, adventurous but then yeah but it was hard to like break into that perception like oh you know i'm just a regular dude who likes doing right so then it was very hard for me to create this persona that you know um you know you know it's it's normal and you know not every day is not every shoot is going to be fun or not every work you do is going to be insanely great right yeah, and sure. then living up to that and like even even competing with like not i wouldn't call it competing i don't really believe in competing with other people in the same field because everyone yeah. goes to like different uh, they have they they're from different walks of life and you know they have different skill sets and that they bring to the table right um yeah so so uh, it makes you think about other people too like um, uh, like it's 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 it bothers me how fake it is it bothers me how fake you have to be to be accepted into this uh this illusion this matrix uh you have mm, to be like exactly. this cardboard cut out to fit into the matrix right exactly yeah it's it's like it's like you have to sort of subscribe to a certain lifestyle to be accepted on social media as something or else you're not right? legit Right. or else you're not legit or yeah. else you don't matter right that's yeah. the whole thing and that's like that i think that affects the mentality of a lot of people that's that's the kind of like uh the mental uh, sort of effect that social media has where you're always made to compare yourself to you know like you know like if some if there's a celebrity or your friend out there and they're posting pictures of like you know like going on like adventures and you know rock climbing and skydiving and all this all yeah. this all this glamorous stuff that you see and you know they post it on a on a very frequent basis that gives an image of of a life that they necessarily do not need in real life right yeah. but you're always you'll always end up like if you're if you're um sort of susceptible to that kind of thinking yeah you'll always sort of start comparing yourself to them and sort of you'll always start to feel less than and feel like you're not doing enough with your life or you're not posting enough or you're not posting the right things you know all um sort of approach towards your everyday life where you feel like you need to live life for social media for acceptance and for interaction and you know that dopamine release you know of seeing all these notifications that you know tag you and at you and mention you and you know all these kind of different things you know yeah so i mean people get hooked on this uh, thing of they need to start living life for social media right yeah like for do things they don't start, even like just to satisfy they don't people. even like yeah. just to just to yeah just to just to get that dopamine release of like you know getting you know comments and ads and mentions and you know you know all these things but you know that you know i really don't like the idea of of you know like pretending to live a life just for the sake of that kind of acceptance because at the end of the day like half of those people in your follow in your in your you know in your followers list like i mean how how realistically how often do they factor in your into your real life and how yeah. do they affect you in your real life or you know barely you know how many interactions do you even have with them you know so it's it's not that you should you know oh, only i to- i only talk to five people in real life so i should only keep those five people on my social media that's not the point the so point that was my is- perception before right Right. So I, I only talk to ten people. So why do I? Why do I have to have all these other idiots who I barely right. talk to? Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't work either. That's the problem, right? Yeah, that doesn't work either. So I, it's. I think it's. It's this. Uh, it's the art of finding a balance of just knowing where social media um, lies yeah. in your list of priorities of like you know your everyday life. I think 
that's something that people i see i have i have a lot of friends who are like you know doing things of like uh hey guys i'm taking a break from social media and i'll be back in x amount of days and stuff like that you know like taking breaks and that's i think that's really great and i and i love the fact that those guys are doing it yeah because it shows that they you know it's important to detox sometimes and remove yourself from that kind of you know um from that kind of uh, i don't know what but i that's something i've been thinking of as well sort of like you know maybe i need to take some time off social media not for anything like it's not that i'm affected by it used to back then you know me seeing people live their lives you know a certain way and the way they post and i think you know i'm not doing enough but um now i've adjusted to sort of the mindset of i'm content with you know um what's going on in my life and i know that what you see on social media isn't necessarily what happens in real life you know yeah. it's 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 all just a big illusion so but right but even even then you sort of get tired tired of the whole thing you know like sometimes you get the you know the does that fatigue of you know like always having that over exposure to social media i think i don't know if you've experienced that but it gets a little too much sometimes in the sense elaborate as in it gets a little too much as in you know you become dependent on it right yeah okay yeah like it sometimes like even if you're like even if you're working or even if you're not working like your mon- your wandering mind is always going to be like even subconsciously they just pick up the phone and mm. just go on instagram and just like refresh on like swipe and you know whatever just to just to see if you know you've got a text or yeah. you know an ad or a mention or whatever so that kind of stuff like you know like it gets to you after a while like you know if you if you don't know where to draw the line then that will you know ultimately it's going to affect your productivity how you sort of you know your your focus and productivity and efficiency and everything like that right especially when you're when you're when you're busy, busy people and you need to yeah god be at 100% yeah, yeah. insane um yeah i mean i i read this thing one time of um i mean an average time a person may check their phone just to see whether they have anything like any notification is between like like 300 and 600 times a day or something like that you know like it can get to that level like just imagine that many times just like opening your social media like throughout your day and like you know and then yeah, that yeah. leads to something you see a video and then you watch another video and then it goes into a whole your know, rabbit you know this whole rabbit hole of you started somewhere you you wanted to check something but now you're watching some random dark web video some weird shit <laughs> and yeah like you know like um so it's it's this i think that's what i'm trying to practice now i i don't i used to be reliant on social media a lot back then um you know when i was doing my degree and i wasn't really working you know i used to be really reliant on that but um now i'm sort of like trying to exercise that thing off um you know just trying to re- like trying to minimize my social media interactions like i don't like when i go to work on my regular work day i don't i don't check my phone in the morning you know um i mean i do get like i check it to see if i you know i check slack and i check my email because yeah. that's work related i i need to be ready for work so um other than that i don't really check my social media and then maybe maybe once once i get into office and i'm settled down and i'm booting my laptop maybe i'll check something and you know see what messages i have um i probably maybe check social media maybe about maybe about four or five times a day now just like on average no oh, that's that's um, that's a good number yeah that's yeah but ideally i want to be at a level where i don't have to rely on social media as much even but i don't know if i don't know whether you know that's something i can attain 
because yeah. the thing is i'm also trying to i'm also trying to build a musical presence and stuff like that on yeah. my you know on instagram and i'm trying to do this thing so that's that's I think the balance just, man that's the problem that's the balance exactly yeah. yeah that's the balance that you need to sort of strive to like you have to draw the But, line between uh, your personal life and your public presence yeah. right exactly yeah exactly like I mean, after the, the second... podcast what i what i realized is that <clears throat> a lot of people because i'm normally quiet on social media i only post i don't i don't even put up stories where i talk and be like oh, hey guys uh it's just like yeah. posts right so yeah, after exactly, after i posted yeah. the i after i started uh, after the podcast started like people started messaging me like they listen to the podcast and they interact more so then the problem right. is it's gotten to the point where like every after every episode like every every episode i get like 15 messages like on an average right um and then they're like oh you know i like that you talk about this blah 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 but then it it's it's gotten to the point where i think i have like a social responsibility to be uh this mm. kind of person like i feel like if i like i don't know i don't know if people perceive me one way like in in like like one dimensionally so if i right uh, if i talk about something that really contradicts my earl statement earlier that will just break the image that they have of me and then right. that like fucks up right. with people like they, it screws yeah. them up i mean mm. i i don't really have to worry about it but then it's it's kind of a social responsibility that you know if if people are tuning in you have to be mindful about what you say and you know oh yeah for that's, sure that's also that's a like thing. a like kind of a problem now <laughs> not kind of i mean yeah everything comes <laughs> with like a price tag so yeah everything comes with a price yeah um that's the thing that's like you know like for me on my social media it's generally just news memes and um like pets and music that's yeah. it right yeah and then i have like like what i'm like even like like even then i'm still trying to like unfollow pages and you know like people that i don't really have any sort of relationship with or any sort of friendship with you know um it's it's not personal like uh, i think i mentioned this in your comment as well like it's not personal if like for me to like you know remove it it's it's just me like trying to detox yeah and like trying to streamline and um uh, sort of adapt a uh, a minimalistic approach to my social media usage you know where i see less clutter and more meaningful content in a way that doesn't you know like um you know it doesn't mess with my mind or doesn't bring me down or something like that you know yeah makes some so yeah. i mean yeah i mean i mean if people unfollow me for the same reason i totally get it because you know like because like, i used to add people on like back when social media was just like coming up and like social like facebook was like becoming really huge yeah like you know um you know i was adding people that i haven't didn't even meet in real life like yeah yeah like that know, was that was like yeah, a phase the, right because i guess yeah, that was facebook was facebook was built upon that uh, built upon that yeah, yeah like yeah. how many friends you can build like that was the flex like oh, yeah. how many friends do you have i have like 1500 friends i have like yeah. 3000 friends but like <laughs> but uh, yeah like you know like little by little you sort of like what's what's the point you know what's the point of this you know yeah because i mean, I mean we've grown like it's like 10 years since yeah. since the rise of social media and then now people yeah, are little exactly, mindful yeah. on the effects yeah. like it's adverse effects but i'm but i'm still surprised yeah i'm still surprised that like you know like there is a percentage of people out there who still are very very reliant on social media not even for work like not even like as like influencers or like you know people who market themselves on social media but like are like we influencers people. um are you an influencer i mean i i am if you are uh, oh yeah i'm an, i'm i'm totally an influencer dude i'm like 
I mean, why else am I on the podcast? Yeah, right? makes complete like, sense. It's yeah. just like, <laughs> oh God, yeah, uh, no, I'm not a, I'm not an influencer. I'm. Uh, yeah, you will be once, once the your singing clip is out. Oh Jesus, please don't put that. Oh God, <laughs> God, I cringe. I don't even know how I sounded. That's why I removed no, the. No. I, that's why I removed the. Uh, the headphone halfway through because I couldn't hear myself singing. I didn't know if I was like singing like bu- a couple of bum notes or like if I was hitting the vibrato or like. Uh... But uh, yeah. But anyway. yeah. No, I guess I guess no. This you were the thing you were talking about earlier. I guess that stems from insecurity, man. Like, uh, like does, because they does. seek, seek the whole validation. Need for validation. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The whole need for validation. That that thing is like. It, uh, Baba, yeah, yeah. If you don't do. If you don't do anything about it, it's it's a it's a real problem, and you know, like, like that's that's what I'm like. I guess that's what my takeaway would be for people is to not to sort of do what I am doing, to um, sort of uh, like achieve you know like digital minimalist uh, like my approach to a, di- a minimalistic digital. Um, huh, what's the word for it? Like a minimalistic digital. I'm having a brain fart moment right now. Um, like an approach. Yeah, a digital approach to social media. Um, I'm not like I'm not preaching like you know like this is what you should do. It do works this, for you, so that's so that's. Fine. Yeah, it works yeah. for me. Yeah, but but you know like I think ultimately it's about finding that balance of like, but always keeping in mind that you know your life on social media is nothing compared to the life you lead in real life, and you know like, I mean your your real life is always going to take priority over your social media. So you, you should never come to a position where um, you let your real life be affected by things that you want to achieve on social media. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. At the end of the day, the conflict is internal, right? It doesn't matter how many posts is, yeah. or like stories you put out just to like feed your insecurity. If your conflict yeah. is internal, then you need to uh, take internal medicine. Yeah, internal medicine. Yeah. yeah, pop a couple of pills. Yeah, <laughs> social media pills. But uh, yeah, it's a. I mean, it's a powerful tool, dude. Like, it's a powerful tool. Tool businesses are built on. Instagram like every tool, it now. should be used. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. With great, with great power comes, comes. great responsibility. Amen, Uncle Ben. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, just uh, every, everything comes with moderation. I think that's, that's my whole, that's my whole thing. Moderation and value addition. That's my, those are my two things that I try to um, approach life in general with, you know, it's, it's just easier for me that way. It's more simplistic and, you know, it's just, um, I think it's, uh, life is a bit more, a bit more meaningful that way for me. But uh, yeah, I'd like to, uh, I'd like to thank um, um, Akila for that name drop on the previous episode, man. Like uh, that dude's the best. Um, I love him. He's a genius. He's so, so talented. And um, I was like, oh, damn, I got a name drop in that episode. I'm like, which, which makes you an influencer, ideally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I still don't know in what way, but yeah. <laughs> it is what it is, dude. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, I, um, yeah. I'd love to, I'd love to like keep this, this open dialogue with you, like going forward, you know, because, because I feel like, you know, like we share sort of like very similar ideas on like, like certain concepts when it comes to like, you know, this whole digital minimalism thing, the whole PC culture thing, you know, the whole music scene and all this different stuff, you know, and um, 
Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know how we're gonna end this. How are we gonna end this? Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show, though. Yeah. I thought uh, I thought you you'd like me, because you were discussing like oh hey shall we shoot tomorrow and then tomorrow became like three days later. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh <laughs> shit! It's like the end the of the feeling nightmare. So yeah, and then yeah, it's like hetani <laughs> day <laughs> now. Uh, yeah, so my Instagram handle is um, Rajit Malikaspe. That's pretty much it. Um, and I guess you can find me in the description of this video or wherever this is going up. Um yeah and I post um I'm um, I I I really didn't give this much thought dude I, I <laughs> that, that's completely fine that that works <laughs> like, yeah yeah um just go check me out I post covers and um I hope you guys like them and if you like them um just drop a like and a comment and tell me what you think and uh stay posted for for more music related content which I'm which I'm um uh, working towards psyched man i'm psyched thanks for yeah, coming that on the show yeah that was fucking terrible no yeah. that's fine thank everyone you, everyone on the show yeah. is terrible that's that's the whole yeah. that's the whole, that's the whole point <laughs> that's the whole you get point, terrible yeah. people and then yeah it's like it's like a low budget between the two ferns yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like between the two ferns is already like low budget like the low budget version of that is like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah man uh, that's a good one that's a good one I like it all right man I'll all catch right. you soon all right catch you later see you bye peace